and this time we're going to talk about calendula because yeah. it's such an amazing herb it's a, a real all-rounder and we shouldn't really say that about herbs being an all-rounder <laughs> because you know lots of them aren't but this one does lots of skin stuff i mean not only is it beautiful it's so useful for all of these skin problems hello and welcome Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mentoring with Geraldine, the bite-sized podcast. And today I'm with Christine Thomas from the Herbal Extract Company of Australia, based in Sydney. And we had a wonderful chat um, last time about elderberry, and this time we're going to talk about calendula. Now, I do want to remind listeners that if there are general public listening, these are just um, simple uses for calendula. And if you have an illness or you need treating, then please make sure that you see an accredited practitioner to do so. Um, every herb does have contraindications and uh, and things that we should avoid with other things we're doing. And naturopathy takes on a full lifestyle um, system. You know, we look at everything that's going on with you and what you might think is right for you, we might disagree. So please make sure if you're a member of the general public that you go out and you make sure that you're getting the advice from someone who's accredited in herbalism. For the practitioners out there, part two of this with my mixes and what I do with it are in the academy. So please make sure you've joined the academy. So Christine, lovely to see you again. Thanks for being yes, here. And um, so calendula, one of my favorites. I do lots with calendula. Yes. So tell us about it. It's very beautiful, sunny flower. We use the flowers. I have some flowers here. Oh. You can see that. This is oh. our raw material. Yeah. You can see the, the petals. Yep. So um, the beautiful dried petals of beautiful. millions um, of calendulas. Millions and millions of calendulas. Yes. <laughs> it's what we use to manufacture our um, calendula. I mean, the bottles all. That's the calendula. Yep. That's the one. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it's famous amongst herbalists for treating skin. Yeah. Uh, topically and internally. Mm. It has that alternative um, blood cleansing lymphatic action anti-inflammatory. Yeah. yeah um, it's... And it's, it's a, like a gentle uh, herb because it is, you know, quite common. I mean, it just grows all summer through your garden. I've got some that are about to bloom when spring comes i can't wait to watch them just bring the sun into the garden absolutely i've got some in my garden and um, so mine have been they're, they're slow but i have them all the way through winter in my garden coming up oh, really? and um yeah i don't know i'm maybe i'm a bit special but um, <laughs> i've got <laughs> it's actually a very protected raised bed by the fence and by the side of the house. So it's actually quite warm there. So it, I managed to grow lots of things that wouldn't, I don't think, would grow in the rest of the garden. And okay. my beautiful calendula flowers, one of them. And I actually make oils. I make calendula oil. Because calendula 
is so amazing for the skin. So you were looking at um, a randomized trial with the calendula. Do you want to tell us about that randomized trial with the? Oh calendula? yes, we love a randomized trial with humans because it's we do. Uh, unu well, not unusual, but it, it is difficult because mm. um, you know the, the herbs, like you were saying before, in another time when we spoke about just using a simple because mm. we use the herbs usually in a formula. So just having a trial with one herb is yeah. always good. But this one was um, a topical trial, but it was done this year. Yeah. It's always it's good. When I do the research, I always like to get um, the most recent studies. I try not to include ones from like the 1980s, mm -hmm. for example, because you'd hope that we've uh, um, sort of advanced in our knowledge. Um, so this one was a randomised trial and they're the, the gold standard um, using calendula ointment for episiotomy yeah. after childbirth. Um, and that's usually associated with increased risk of pain, and bleeding and, and painful intercourse. Um, so it was done on 50 women. That's a good sign. Um, and four hours after the episiotomy, they put calendula ointment on and they did it for... Um, every eight hours for 10 days. Wow. And um, the ones who received the, the ointment um, compared to the standard care had significantly um, lower pain levels. Wow. Uh, and that was starting from day two to follow up. Right. So that's some good evidence for calendula ointment. We know it works. It's got a traditional history going back, you know, hundreds of, you know, even thousands of years. Um, yeah. For you know, rashes, itchy skin, yeah. um, like even wounds, cuts. Yeah. So it's good to have some solid evidence that's recent to yeah. show that it actually works. Because I mean, it's antibacterial as well, and so that same ointment for an episiotomy is going to be great for any wound anywhere on the body. So with the women that I've seen in the past, you know, they, they give birth and sits baths are, you know, we encourage them to go in a salt sits bath to clean the area, to soothe the area. And calendula is always one of the herbs that I get them to put in the sits bath, a very low amount. But as an ointment, you've got all that soothing, all that moisture, it's going, so if it's the area it has to be clean, but adding that calendula cream to uh, ointment, sorry, to any broken skin or any wound is going to encourage that healing because of the moisture and the antibacterial properties of the calendula. So, I mean, not only is it beautiful, it's so useful for all of these skin problems. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, as a herbalist, it's one of the herbs we learn, you know, in and on. So if you're going to give it to somebody with acne, you were going certainly wouldn't use an ointment for acne. But if you were going to put it on the acne, then you'd give it to them internally as well, because yeah. it's such an amazing herb. It's a, a real all-rounder. And we shouldn't really say that about herbs being an all-rounder yeah. because you know, um, lots of them aren't, but this one does lots of skin stuff. So an all-rounder, perhaps externally, um, internally, it can't it does. Um, have contraindications and it's in a very low dose herb internally so and these are things that we need to remember as herbalists but as a member of the general public if you're listening then you need to see a practitioner if you're going to take this internally the um it's what was i going to say nappy rash as well so this same ointment 
this same calendula cream can be used all over the baby and all over the mother's body. You know, it's great for nipple rash. It's great for the, the ointment for the episiotomy scar. It's great, great for baby's cradle cap for rashes on the baby. It's soothing. It's very mm. healing. But it, you know, as a cream, yes, we can make creams as herbalists. But you can certainly buy there's some beautiful, beautiful branded creams out there on the market that just work amazingly well. So as a herbalist, we're using that tincture, but we're also, I mean, I make oils with it. We use it in so many, many ways. And your tincture is beautiful. It's very clear, your calendula. And those beautiful petals that we just saw, um, I mean, it's another one. And that all those petals collected. So mostly with our herbs, it's the, the people who are going around on these farms, they're often hand-picking these things. These aren't, it's not like, so it is a bit like um, grapes, and that some grapevines and some vintners will have a machine that goes down the line and takes all the grapes. But most will have a picking day and they'll get everybody to come and pick the grapes and then they make the um, wine. And with the calendula, you've got people actually picking the calendula flowers as they're flowering so that they can dry all those petals so that you can turn it into this, what is an incredible medicine with so it's got so much energy so much power to help the client and to help them on their skin i mean insect bites i mean things that you just wouldn't think of and i've put it as a simple on um not on cuts that stings um then i've watered it down and put it on as a simple on cuts and things but i have actually put it as a simple direct on stings and that's reduced the sting itself um, yeah. and just soothed because of the tincture because there's so much in that um, tincture it's quite a high alcohol level in the tincture i seem to remember offhand yes yes ours is um i'll just check our bottle is 60 percent yeah so alcohol. but i mean you're only using a tiny bit you actually only need a very tiny bit so yeah usually this one's um a higher ethanol because and when the people are picking it and you'll notice on your flowers at home there's a resin yep it's, they're very resinous and you need that higher percentage of ethanol to extract the resin which has the anti-inflammatory right. uh, action in it yeah um and yeah. i can show you as well this is the finished product so oh wow it's got a i don't know can you see the color there oh, look and you can see almost the resin as it swirls in yeah. the glass so um, and the color yeah, it's just an amazing yellow. So we've gone from that brown in the bottle yeah. and you can see the yellow around the glass and then we've got that incredible yellow once it's mixed yeah. with water and it looks stunning. It's very and it does, And it looks like the flowers. It's yeah. just as the flowers once it comes out, even though it's in a brown bottle and it's a brown liquid inside that bottle. Once we mix it with water, we can really see that incredible mustard yellow color of the calendula flower. It's just incredible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, we're just reminding with the uh, nappy rash, I, I've got twins who are nine now, but I used it all the way through on, yep. just on their bottoms. I mean, they didn't really get nappy rash, but now they call calendula bum cream yeah. <laughs> because we're still using it, like you said, on like bites or it's any crazy. sort of, you know, itch or it, it's sort of all through childhood. It's a great first aid remedy, basically. It's a great first aid remedy. A friend of mine um, 
this is quite a long time ago here in South Australia, we had a hosepipe ban. Now everybody is used to having hosepipe bans wherever they are, but we were going through a massive drought at the time. So people in drought ravaged areas will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not just a hosepipe ban. It's a like, you can have a cup of tea and leave it at that kind of thing. And she was selling her house. And so she had to water the garden, but she didn't want anyone to see her water the garden. So um, she was going out in the early hours of the morning and watering her roses and the edge of her garden. She'd given up on the grass. We'd all given up on the grass, but she was trying to make sure that the flowers stayed alive. And because she was doing it at 2 a.m. in the morning, um, it was very hot here, she fell into the roses. She oh, fell no. into the rose bushes. So then when she came to see me, I was like, you know what? You kind of deserve that. <laughs> I do understand why you did it and why you're out there watering <laughs> your plants, but you did deserve to fall in the rose bushes because you shouldn't have been watering them. And, um, and she said, well, they're not healing. Like these scratches aren't healing. There was obviously something on the rose, um, on the thorns that were preventing it from healing. And so I whipped her up. Um, I put the calendula with a couple of other herbs into a little bottle and I told her to put that with water and she was to wipe it on and I gave her, I made her a calendula cream and I sent her home with both small amounts of both and within a couple of days on the blower. Geraldine, this is amazing. They've started healing. They, you know, you can't even see the ones, they just weren't healing. She came to me and they weren't healing. And so it's amazing how one little flower. Yeah. <laughs> can solve so many problems even though she got her problem through her own error and she yes. doing it. it's a great case study there's <laughs> yeah, a case study <laughs> the rose fall but it is an absolutely incredible incredible flower and it's used in very low dosages and we use it for lots and lots of things and really skin focused repair focus um, but it's full of those antioxidants i certainly wouldn't you know take a sip of that glass of um, calendula that you've just put it into um like sit there and drink it i mean because it is strong it has a strong affinity with yeah. um you know and it isn't something that you'd rush out to um start taking unless you needed it and that's why you need your own herbalist so um herbalists who are listening um remember that the those mixes are in the academy so um calendula also has an affinity with the woman's reproductive um, system. Now, personally, I, I've not used it reproductively, but that isn't, that isn't really a big focus for me in my practice anyway. But um, Ruth Tricky, who is a very well-known Australian herbalist, she uses it for a number of female reproductive um, issues and uses it in a mix. Okay, so it's not used as a simple. So don't be thinking to yourselves, if you're a member of the public and you're saying that you can just rush out and buy some, please don't do that. Please go and see a herbalist. Um, because she uses it for relieving menstrual cramps along mm. with cramp bark. I mean, that's amazing because I would never have thought to do that. I would never have thought calendula would not have been the top of my mind for that. So her uses, what else was on that list? Um, Acne, as we mentioned. and. Yeah. Breast lumps, which is the lymphatic action coming through. Yep. Um, vaginal dryness. See, I wouldn't have thought to use it for vaginal dryness. That wouldn't have leapt out at me at all. So oh, menopause and yeah, menopause, um, and then reducing fibroids, uh, yep. endometriosis, and and pelvic uh, infections. So yeah, it's versatile. 
very versatile <laughs> herb. And um, I mean, I wouldn't have thought to use it for many of those. So all of you that, um, all herbalists um, that are part of the Herbal Extract Company's mailing list, you'll be getting these highlights. And so um, Ruth's highlights are written on the, um, the we're all getting them. I think you can see that those people are actually watching this on YouTube and um, the people who are listening, the, um, if you've not joined the herbal extract, you just email Kim and, um, and she'll put you on their list and then you can have all of these highlights and they're creating a book with all these highlights. And so you will see all the other highlights for using the calendula, their beautiful, beautiful calendula. So yeah. one uh, with the highlights, I usually try to, if there's any recent studies, I'll include them any um, sort of uses from naturopathic clinicians who are well known um, using um, and then in any sort of interesting facts, like you said, that maybe you wouldn't have thought yeah. of using it for. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, not, they're sort of different to a monograph, which is plant biography. Mm -hmm. I just try and sort of highlight the reason why they're called highlights, but certain little bits of information. Um, and they come with references as well. So if anyone has any questions, we can send the references through. Yep. They're amazing. I'm loving, I'm loving the highlights. And there've been lots of comments in the practitioner groups about the highlights and how much everyone's enjoying them. Because we do forget, we do get into a system of using just that for that one thing. So, you know, calendula always leaps to mind for skin. And so you rush to give it for skin. And then here are Ruth Tricky's uses, which yes. aren't my uses. But now I will start to think of those and think, oh, let me go and look that up. Would I use that? Is this the right, you know, is this how I need it, where I need it? And I've, I've got more resources yet again. So it's absolutely fabulous getting these highlights and we're all loving them. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I think because they're short, because monographs are very long <laughs> and they can have, they, they're kind of there as background information, but it's, they, there's a lot of information in there. And I think these are popular because they don't take very long to read. It's <laughs> out all the interesting information from a monograph really. I mean, they're interesting and they're really up to date. So it's fabulous. I mean, a 2020, um, you know, piece of research. We'd, there's not a lot happening in 2020. No. All the terrible things it's that are happening in 2020. It was, um, <laughs> it was in May. In May. So May was a good month, normally. Yeah. <laughs> there was something happening in May. <laughs> there were, research was happening in May. Yeah. So, yes, absolutely. I mean, Babies kept being born, didn't they? <laughs> They do. Babies do keep being born and there's probably going to be a bit of a rush of them towards the end of the year as well, yes. I would think, after all the lockdowns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so thank you very much, Christine, for talking with us again about this beautiful, beautiful herb. And just a reminder to, if you're a member of the general public, I'm, it's wonderful and we're so grateful that you're here and listening to us. But please make sure that you have a practitioner to support your needs and don't your health into your own hands just too much all right thank you very much again for being here with us christine and um, we'll see you very soon yes see you next time thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes if you'd like even more support and learning then the academy is for you here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice Bye for now.